Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Every time we, this is POV, we're above your car seat. Yeah, you're a little baby. <laughs> POV, you're a little baby. It's so hot in New York right now, as the rest of the country, whatever, who cares? Um, but I did see a little baby come into the restaurant yesterday, and they had um, one of those, like, clip-on fans. Oh. Uh, on the stroller and they were like they kept having to fan the baby and I was like oh yeah I can't imagine if you're a baby you're like what the hell's going on you can't do anything and it's like you know it's all people can talk about right now is how hot it is and babies can't even talk so they're just like it's all we're a nightmare pure emotion can they like can they sweat or something I actually don't know. I don't think they... There's something like they overheat easily because they don't have, like, their sweat glands aren't... That sounds true. That sounds right. Great. Let's just I think say I've it heard, is. What I'm saying is I've, I think I've heard that before. I think because I am now an authority on motherhood because of my t- uh, my Instagram algorithm, I'm going to say that that <laughs> <Yeah>. is true. <laughs> yep. And they can't sweat. <laughs> um, I, I do believe that I've heard that. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, yeah, the heat wave, uh, is anyone, it's all anyone can talk about. It is crazy in everyone's defense. No, and it's so disgusting in New York City when it's hot. It's the worst. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so hot. It's awful. They keep having to close the beach because of sharks. I mean, we've got a lot of problems. Yeah, you you do have a lot of problems. Yeah. The monkeypox, the sharks, the lack of lifeguards. Lillian just told me there's a polio case in New York. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news to me. It's coming from the preschools of Cobble Hill, no doubt in my mind. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's correct. That would be actually so sick if you were like the the new kid with polio and like you would definitely do the like the talk show circuit and stuff oh yeah if you yeah you're going you're getting diane sawyer yeah. you're getting 60 minutes oh yeah for sure for yeah. sure and is you, diane sawyer still relevant i don't you know, know i don't know um is she no that's barbara walters um barbara walters is you're like, now she's still relevant, right? Alive? Dead? <laughs> I don't know. Katie Couric. Katie Couric, but then I think people kind of, I think she's kind of given, she herself has kind of given up on serious journalism because of her association with Matt Lauer. Right. And everyone's mad at her. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa <laughs> is where I would go for for <laughs> sure. One hundo P, I'm going to Kelly Ripa. <laughs> Oh my god, the Ripa effect. Um, um, I did see... Anyway, who cares? Moving on. Oh, well, this is FOH. I was, I was more, more daytime talk TV. Right. Was, don't stop talking right. about it's it, right. Kelly. It's all right, no. Um, it's FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. It's a service industry podcast um, for the whole family. Absolutely. Yep, your it's babies who's friendly. not sweating, the babies overheating but listening to the podcast it'll cool them down from the inside <laughs> because they'll they'll be so soothed by our 
maternal. Yeah, throw this into the playpen or whatever. <laughs> we'll babysit your kid. No Imagine problem. finding out that like the daycare listens to. <laughs> I, that would be really funny. Someone should like if I, going into the daycare, like surprising the daycare, and be like, "Oh wow, they're listening to like insane um, podcasts." That would yeah. be really funny. I think what if we what if we become like the new like Mozart for babies? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. Baby Einstein or whatever. It's just yeah. Or like you listen you when you put the headphones on the belly so the baby yes. can listen to it in utero. If anyone who's listening to this is pregnant right now, give it a shot and tell us what happens throughout your child's life. It'll be like a longitude like a you know, a long Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like twenty three and up or twenty three up, whatever seven up. Remember that the British no. documentary? They 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 take a bunch of kids and they check in with them every seven years throughout their whole life. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it'll be like that, but with us and just one baby. <laughs> and one baby. So it's not a good sample size, <laughs> but it will be fascinating. It will be fascinating. And we'll I guess be dead any time you have a child, you kind of are doing a longitudinal study on your ability to parent. That is so true. And for many people, the results are disastrous. Devastating. Devastating. Can't be aired on television. <sighs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> my greatest fear is to have a kid who would become a fucking Munchausen by internet victim of that and that would be probably oh, the worst yeah. case scenario. I'm, I think what do I think would be wrong with my kid? I bet that they if I had a kid they would do like therapy talk on TikTok. Like I bet if I had a kid they would grow up. I mean I don't know what will be relevant in 15 years. I don't know. But if I had a kid I worry that they would be like and actually like it's a symptom of ADHD <laughs> to like not be and it's like <laughs> or it would be like they would put like a black and white picture be like when my mom was diagnosed with ADHD like going like yeah. on a historical like fucking yeah they used to give them amphetamines <laughs> oh yeah my kid would definitely be like part of the anti-psych yeah yeah for real or meanwhile like, I'm like chewing on the walls because I've taken so much Adderall you have to yeah or like a kid who wears like cat ears would be pretty devastating for me personally yeah, I don't feel like I would have a nerdy kid. No, just I, because... I don't think so, but it would just be bad. I'm saying worst case scenario. No. Oh, worst case scenario, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just saying like how I just don't see it manifesting in my home. Although, <laughs> okay. if you know what, I will say my mom loves like classic nerd stuff, and I feel like she'd be always giving. She really tried to get me into Lord of the Rings. Thank God it didn't. It didn't take. <sighs> You're really lucky. You I could be one of those it. girls who's always posting about Lord of the Rings on Twitter. Get a grip. An an elven tattoo or whatever. Yeah. Elvish? I mean, I really, if I had been even a couple years older, I would have a Harry Potter tattoo, and I thank God every day. Oh, my God. I thank God every day, too. That would be awful. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we have a service story or something? Yeah, Yeah, let's. (laughs) We have a listener story today. We have a listener story. Should we start off with that? Yeah, let's start with that. Okay, great. Sir, this is from Esmeralda Fitzmonster. Um, wow. Yeah, I really love it. How striking. When, 
I noticed you from across the room, Esmeralda. Um, <laughs> Madame Fitzmonster. Um, yes, you can put any name you would like on this form. That's the point. Okay. But, uh, but that is your real name. But I hope to God but that, that, is that, is, her, that is... If you're lying to us right now, you're in big trouble. I will cry. Um, <laughs> okay, this happened in uh, a Tribeca French restaurant. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a server at a nice-ish restaurant where I encounter more batshit, quote, allergies than, al than all of the other places I have worked combined. A couple came in for lunch the other day and immediately started asking the back waiter questions about the menu vis-a-vis -vis the woman's allergies. I go over and ask them if they have questions, and she says she has a gluten and garlic allergy. It's the worst. Uh, she's trying to eat at a French restaurant. <laughs> Beyond mind-boggling. That's funny. Okay. She had sort of an unhinged Snow White thing going on. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> Just like pale. A bob <laughs> with a headband? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> um, and I was about to be cut, so I didn't even bother to have the conversation about whether it was a full-blown allium allergy or just garlic. You can't actually be allergic to one, just one member of the allium family, by the way. Hmm, I didn't know that, if that's true. Um, so I go to the kitchen and ask Expo what this woman can eat in our restaurant. We determine, shockingly, she can have 25% of the menu with the caveat that almost everything else has onions or shallots. At the yeah. kitchen's request, I confirm with her that she can indeed have onions and shallots. And she says, I technically can have them, but they're not great for my flora. Did this bitch just flora. tell me her vagina will be off from eating onions? Her husband was bright red. I couldn't even fully process what had just happened. I stood there and said, okay, do you still want the duck confit? Top three, top three craziest things anyone has ever said to me in a restaurant. Was she talking about her gut flora, her vagina? We will never know. But based on her whole vibe, I'm going with my initial reaction that this woman perpetrated the definition of an overshare. That's very funny. Um... That is a fucking crazy thing to do. I'm really sorry that happened to you, Esmeralda, because... I am Esmeralda. Come I... closer. <laughs> Let me hold you. <laughs> uh, it also just, when you have these kind of conversations that it smashes any kind of, of like the... I don't know, the interaction, the conversation, the flow of service, giving a good experience to the guests because... Now you're in this weird standoff. Are you lying to me? Like, it's so that fucking weird. That is so weird. true. That is so true. Like, you cease to be, like, providing hospitality to them, and you're just, like, a triage nurse <laughs> being like, what will happen if you put the garlic in your mouth? Right. And it's like... And also that you do have to act like, because like ostensibly you are still providing hospitality, you always have to act like it's like they're saying normal stuff, which right. is like the most galling. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Alliums specifically bring out something in people and they want it to be an allergy and they want it. Okay. Once we're like. If anyone here listening has an allium allergy, can you please tell me what happens? Because it's not an anaphylactic shock situation. It can't be. No. I think it is, like, 
inflammation situation. I think it's an inflammation thing. I'm, I always am inflamed. <laughs> William's like, wait a tick. <laughs> I'm allergic to diet. I, because, yeah, it's not an ant- anaphylactic shock. I am... Um, I mean, if you have an allium allergy for real, I am so sorry. That sounds like one of the worst things. No, it really does. That's worse than nuts. In life. Way worse than nuts. Allium allergy to me is, would be the worst. Yeah. Of all the allergies, I think. Close to, to like a shellfish, because that would be just sad. But it's more inconvenient and fucks up. I mean, everything I cook has onions and garlic in it. Exactly. Everything. Exactly. It's like, yeah, shellfish would be really annoying. Also, again, because of, like, I think it's, what's annoying is when you're cutting out, like, a lot of stocks, a lot of sauces. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like, that's, then then we start running into just frustration. <laughs> which is hard to deal with. Yes. <laughs> no, that sucks. And it's also, like, yeah, when someone is, like, well, don't be wishy-washy. Right about what is going on with you because that's so fucking annoying and it takes so much fucking time. It takes so much time. You know what? I had a cook, uh, I worked with a cook who used to say, everyone, everyone has allergies till the dessert menu comes out. And Mm. that's what, that's, you know, that separates the goats from the sheep at that point. Interesting. Because it's like, oh, I can't have dairy. It's like, oh, but there's a little chocolate cremeau. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have a bite. Oh, I have a gluten. I'll have a bite. I have a gluten sensitivity. Oh, but you know what? I'll have a bite of cake. Okay, you're fine then. And you just lied to my face. <laughs> you just spit in the face of hospitality. <laughs> it would be so funny if you could just be like, you lied to me. <laughs> As you're dropping the dessert. And you lied to me. Here, do you want two spoons? Um, two spoons? Two spoons. <laughs> really? Wow. You lied to me. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for writing in, Esmeralda, and sharing your tale of terror. Um, we appreciate it. If anyone wants to share a service story, the link is in our Instagram bio. It's a Google form. You fill it out. It's very easy. And we love hearing from you. We love it. Uh, what about you, Lillian? Oh, service story? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> so my service story, I did have a couple like funny little jokes lined up for you all, but then something else happened that kind of overshadowed those little moments. <laughs> So listeners might remember, and we're kind of on like a weird week delay, which I hope to end shortly. Um, I don't know how it happened because we're like up an episode, which like who knows how it happened. I don't understand how it happened. But anyways, so we're recording this and you'll listen to it like two weeks later for whatever reason. But hopefully we'll get back on track so it'll be in real time again. But um, Which is normal for other podcasts, I understand, but not for (laughs) us. us. When you hear from us, it is literally like minute... (laughs) Minute by minute, you're hearing from us. I want you to know. Like, we we don't really bank... We haven't banked episodes for... I know, we used to do that. A long time. (laughs) We used to. But for a long time, we have not. Yeah, so this is breaking news always. But, um, 
Yeah, so listeners may remember that I got a job at a taco shack here in Eugene, Oregon. Um, <laughs> it was a shack. It was a shack. Um, and I was like, this will be chill because it's like kind of a no-brainer job. I'll meet some folks. It'll be easy, whatever. And the job ended up being extremely... Um, hellish and brainless in the worst way where it's like stressful but also boring do you know what i mean yeah which is like yeah my absolute nightmare like give me high stakes stress i'm there for it that's what you know that's what yes. we deal with all the time right but um yeah. as emts very high stakes um but yeah but anyways it was just like a it's like a glorified cashier job basically you're busting tables, you're kind of doing some stuff, but anyways, um, I trained, and then I had one shift, and then <laughs> I got a call a few days later that was like, hey, Lillian, seems like it's not working out on both ends, so let's just call it a day. Thanks for giving it a whirl. And I was like, is the first time I'm getting fired from a taco shack in Eugene, Oregon after my training? Is this what so, this what I'm hearing right now? Also like the gall to be like it is interesting having been fired myself. Uh like the the reliance on relationship language mm. that people use yeah. and like on breakup language that people use. But um like, to, the gall to be, like, it's not working out on both ends. It's like, nobody said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't say that. What do you mean? I thought it was fine. I wanted to keep working there for many reasons. Yeah, no, I mean, as I said, I wanted to walk out. Every single shift was a fucking nightmare. That said, I was like, well, I need the money, so I'll just keep doing this nightmare. It's a, yeah, it's a job. of course. It's a job. Um, but I think what happened and actually kind of related to our topic that I was sabotaged, um, t but, you um, definitely were. yeah, no, there's some fucking also like everyone who works there for, there are a few cool people and I bonded with the kitchen. So like, I'm sure there was a few people who will miss me, but, um, yeah, it was just like, I'm going to be mean, but Go ahead. <laughs> just like homely 24 year olds who um didn't like me <clears throat> i'm yeah. not saying it was like i'm not saying that like I, I do think that like my personality was not like they just weren't like i think they got mad that i was making fun of maroon five do you know what i mean like that level yeah. like like i literally yeah, was yeah, like yeah. what's this fucking garbage and they were like into it like i literally think that's they were like, like uh, my favorite band no that's one of the things i think that like literally put a fucking like noose around my neck that, like, i'm not they were like <laughs> i'm not went fucking home kidding. and they were like i will ruin her life literally so i mean and i was just like yeah you know, maybe it's East Coast discrimination. I don't know, but it's just like, look, I'm not being a fucking crybaby, but we got to complain to each other during our shift or I'm not going to fucking make it. Like, that's just how work, of course. that's what work is. That's what work yes. is. Yes. Anyways. That's how you build a common language. Yes. Anyways, <clears throat> it's so fucking stupid and dumb and I was like okay God wants me to be humble I get it message received 
but like, can we chill with the constant humiliation? Because I yeah. can't do it anymore. Um, I you're need... like I'm actually not I'm not in danger of no idolatry or whatever it is you're worried about. Honestly, I've this been this is the message to God, of course. Somehow beaten into the ground in Oregon, which I just didn't think. You know what I mean? If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's Oregon. It's like, what's going on? Like, why is this the place that's yeah. like testing my fucking self confidence? I don't understand. Not right. <clears throat> Anyways, no. I get it. I'm cool. Can everyone stop fucking grinding me into fucking the right. pavement? Like, stop. why do you need to be beaten into conformity? I literally was like, what have I done wrong in my life? A lot of things, but nothing that really merits this sort of treatment from the universe. No, no. Anyways. This is like, um, you know how Reese Witherspoon decides to stay in Pleasantville in that Mm. movie? She decides to stay because she brings color to them. Right. Maybe that's like what's going to (laughs) happen. Not that you're going to stay. I I think that's ultimately a sad message that she was like in high school. She was like, I've been a slut, so I'm going to stay in the in the in the black and white world. But you're the Reese Witherspoon of this moment, I think. Okay, thanks. I haven't actually seen that movie, but I will take your word for it. (gasps) It's a good movie. It's got what's her name? The older woman. Oh, yeah. I don't know her name. I like but she is in it. Um, she is in it. There's a very affecting scene where Tobey Maguire has to paint her back into black and white. Right. Very affecting. Sure. Ed Harris, right? Ed Harris is in it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that's my service story. Um, my life is fucking dumb, as usual, and um, the adventure continues. The adventure <laughs> continues. That is so true. I mean, that's the thing about... This crazy life, it really doesn't, like, you're like, okay, well, that fucking sucked. And then you're like, uh, I guess randomly I just have to, like. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that was weird. It's so fucked. I'll let you know what happens when I go and pick up my fucking check. So that will be my last, um. (laughs) I'll be like, man, oh sorry I couldn't cut it at the cutthroat taco spot. Like, I didn't, I wasn't. Like, you'll be wearing, like, flared pants, and they'll be like, that's why, you witch. <laughs> I knew I made the right choice. Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah. So a hearty fuck you, and no, it's fine. I, whatever. Enjoy. I mean, it, I know people say this, but it truly does sound like you dodged a bullet. And yeah, no, it was. I mean, insane. I was like crying after. I, it, it was bad. So yeah, fine, but also just hilarious. Anyways, uh, um, <clears throat> Kelly, do you have a service story? I'll just do a, a nice quick one so yeah. we can segue. Um, which is, I was texting Lillian, I worked an absolutely bananas event on yeah. whatever that day that was, Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. and where um, this woman just emailed the, it is a restaurant, the re- full restaurant that I work for, and she was like, um, could you do drinks for this event, which was like this candle store in Soho and then they were also launching these like 
gummies that you have to take two a day of. I came to find out when I was listening to them give their spiel for like weeks because and it's supposed to make you more horny. They're called desire gummies. Like it's supposed to make you more horny, which I was like, just go off Zoloft. Like it's literally yeah. not a problem. Don't eat these gummies. Yeah. Um, but um, and literally like I, I mean, anyway, people were really into it. I was like that. I, anyway, <laughs> just the kind of event that I was like, what we live in such different worlds. But um, it was um, strawberry mango themed. We made some drinks and obviously, um, yeah, I, that face is correct. Um, <laughs> and um, so I made a mango cock, mango margarita, obviously, sure. and then a strawberry soda. So mm-hmm. one alcoholic, one non. But those are the two options. It wasn't a full bar because yeah. I was literally next in a to candle the cash store. Register, yeah. yeah, in a ca- candle store next to the cash register, and just being like, yeah, yeah. Um, and this woman comes up to me. She was like, "I said these are your options." She said, um, "Can you make the margarita without mango?" And I was like, no, unfortunately. I was like, everything is pre-made. And she was like, okay. She's like, I'm just, I'm really sensitive to flavors. And I said, okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I believe it. <laughs> I believe that. I was like, I would just, I think probably most people, if asked, would describe themselves Maybe as sensitive that's to flavors. why your sex life sucks right now. Right. Maybe that's why you're not getting fucked is because you're sensitive to flavor. Like no one, that's not sexy. I was like sensitive to flavors. I was like, maybe, maybe she had COVID and her taste just came back and blah, 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 blah. That's the generous rate. And I know it changes your palate if you lose taste in COVID. Uh, but I really think she just meant like, which also mango to be fair is not a universally loved fruit. Mm. Hard to believe. So uh, you could just say, I don't like mango. I wish I could have a regular margarita, which you can at a bar. Um, Yeah. But I was like, wow, I've just never heard that (laughs) sentence before. (laughs) Sensitive to flavors. It really struck me. I was like, you are sensitive to flavors. It's like, well, there is something you can drink called water, which. By the way, she had three, ultimately. Are you serious? candle launch which I was like which was also very funny because it was obvious that her and her friend were like like there was not much going on in this store uh, obviously and so she and her friend were really really dragging it out just to get like the free margaritas which I was like I get it I love a free drink as much as the next girl yeah however if you, like, if, for example, you were like, let's go to this candle event for free margaritas, and then you were like, we have to spend 45 minutes in the candle store so we can get our, like, get our money's worth, I would be like, um, I'll just, why don't, I'll well, buy it. I'll buy us around. Yeah. I'll buy us around. Don't worry, don't stress out. I'll do it. It's happy hour right now, by the way. It's at, like, 6 o'clock. Jesus Christ. Strange. Also, uh, just little cherry on top is they did give me a vibrator oh that's when i was nice. sleeping they were like take um they were like take a candle they gave me a bottle of the gummies one of my coworkers took it i was like i don't need it to be horny or it's actually would be yeah that's bad 
public health violation. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice, though. Did they give you a gift? Um, yeah. I, it's one of the, the, yeah, it's, it was strange. The all around. It made me, something about receiving a vibrator for working turned me into like a Puritan where I was like, but we have to pretend I'm at work. What heavens to Betsy. Right. You're like, I'm not a person. Excuse me. No, I'm not a person. I was like, no, I don't use those. Thank you. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah. Let's keep that. Let's bring the shame back in that, please. Yeah. I was like, I, sorry. When I go to work, I'm pretending that I've never even heard of it. It's not like, oh, so virginal. It's like, I'm like, that's not part of the real world for me. Interesting. That's your persona. That's my persona. <laughs> that's how you make that's the big tips. Persona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's by being like <laughs> little, that's me being a little pod. Yeah. You have smooth genitals like a Barbie. There's nothing down there. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's completely smooth. <laughs> I think it's cool. I have a cloaca, actually, and people are jealous of it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, That's man. why I would be fired by those homely 24-year-olds. <laughs> jealous of my gorgeous cloaca. <laughs> I was about to tell the story of my... Never mind. I'll save that for the Patreon. That's paying paying uh, listeners only. Okay. Mm, um, well, on that note, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's. Um, <laughs> okay, so this week's topic um, is is kind of like one of those, like, it's a little bit, like, Reddity, like, today I learned, so I apologize. But um, I'm reading this book called... <laughs> Wobblies, Pile Butts, and Other Heroes, Labor Lore Explorations by my boy Archie Green, who is a folklorist and a unionist um, for research. Um, and there's this interesting chapter about like rituals of, of workers, which is obviously interesting to all of us, I think. But um, talking about like this um, often cited like uh, you know, anecdote about different workers from different, like, ethnicities and countries and cultures all doing this sort of similar thing of, like, um, if the boss cuts our work this much, like, cuts our pay this much, then we're going to cut our work this much, right? So, mm-hmm. and the thing is, like, people cutting down their shovels or, like, there's just one really funny, is like, the Italian track workers replied, the bigger the boss, cut a the pay, a one of the fifth. We cut the shovel, one of the fifth, right? So it's like we do exactly, you know, that, yeah, that much work. Yeah, it's right? in kind. Right, yeah. exactly. So this is kind of a thing that's like over and over again, sort of like something that's talked about um, and recorded as like, you know, the folklore of, of workers. And then um, in that sort of talking about sabotage, right, of as it was first sort of coined, it was in relation to talking about um, work and labor and, and, and that sort of thing, which I guess I kind of knew, but to me, it's always like, to me, I, when I think of sabotage, I think, well, one, an amazing song by the Beastie Boys, obviously. And then also, 
Um, that uh, was cool, right? Yeah, it was really cool. I wish you guys could have seen that. It was like a music video. It was like a music video. Adam Devine is in the room with us. Um, I always think sabotage, immediately I do go to railroad tracks, though I though the reason is unclear to me. And then... Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then also I think like a political, political sabotage I think is also yeah I think that's I did not know that it was related to labor at all I kind of thought of it as yeah like political and um I do think of it mostly like if you had asked me yesterday what the origin was I would have said like something like courtly you know like like on an interpersonal like oh okay between the you know, the royals. Like deception and betrayal. Deception, betrayal. Okay. Interesting. An interpersonal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so what I, what I didn't know, what I thought was interesting was that, and there, we won't go into all of it, but um, Sabo, I guess. How would you, is that how you would say it? I think so. That sounds right. Uh, in, I don't yeah. know. It's French. I don't speak French. But is, is a wooden shoe, right? Those old clogs in, in French. And... This is saying that this saying is tied to this because, and I won't try to say the whole phrase, but it's like clumping about in wooden clogs. So like working clumsily, sort of like on purpose, right? So like sabotaging your work by being like a dumb peasant Mm -hmm. clomping around. Um, Which is so fucking interesting. And I had no, I had no idea that that was like, the sabotage related to clogs. Like I had no, that's fascinating to me. I mean, Lillian, I couldn't have eaten it up. I said, give me a spoon, babe. (laughs) To be like, worker sabotage, it's related to clogs. My known favorite shoe. Yes. Yes, I have literally four pairs right now. I said, this is an act of resistance, ultimately. (laughs) Existence (laughs) is resistance. Um, in this context. Um, yes, I think also like the idea in a passage that you sent to me that was like, um, they would hire, uh, like country bumpkins basically who are like, they're like, they wear their little clogs and they come in as scabs when like the workers were trying to unionize and then they would come back. They would like break the strike or whatever. And then they would come back like the unionizing workers and be like, fine, then I'm going to work like, Oh, that's, that's okay to you. (laughs) So then I'm going to be clomping around in my little wooden shoes, like a big dummy, (laughs) like the person you just hired to replace me. Oh, Oh, (laughs) you like that? It's so fucking, I, you know what? The humor that I see in these past sort of like these these sabotage accounts cracks me the fuck up. These people are having the time of their lives while they were fighting for their lives, but also having a laugh, seems like, to me. Having a laugh. And that's how it should be. And that's what we... It's really the spirit of this podcast, ultimately. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, the clog... The clog... It brings to mind, like, Clock Watchers, you know? Mm, yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes, I love that movie. I love I that love movie. I love that movie. Ugh. It's right up there with Pleasantville for me. <laughs> <laughs> Clock Watchers is so great and completely underrated because it is, like, 
you know, a woman's Gen X office drama. It should be so much more popular. It's so good. It's like, it's so good and it deserves like cult classic status. Yes. In the same, like, I think for, of, for my Tony Collette heads, like Muriel's wedding, I think does get a lot more like shine. And I think Clockwatchers, why is it not up there? It's so good. Agree. Totally agree. Great fashions. We love Parker Posey. We should do that for a Patreon episode. Oh, yeah. That's we a good should, idea. like, do a watch and. I have to find it and get um, it to everybody, I, but. Yeah. yeah. We'll I, I know I watched it during the pandemic. It's somewhere. It's on Criterion, but not everybody has that. Um, anyways. True. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's so fucking. I don't know. The, the fact that it is so tied to to labor and that was such a common tactic and that if you did sabotage well the point is that nobody knows who did it right yeah that's the main point of it is like all of a sudden like our shipments aren't getting to the why is this happening but everyone is doing such a fucking sick job that of doing this fucking you know tactic carrying this out that you don't know and it's like it's it's the plausible deniability of like of like oh i'm i was I'm, I can't not be clumsy, you know what I mean? Of like doing your job, like just slightly worse than you can. Right. Because it's like, but I always think about that. And I, in my head, I always say this to myself of like, and I think this might've been an old IWW poster or something Yeah. where it's like, if you have time to clean, you have time to lean. Mm -hmm. And that's what I always think about is like, if you got time to be doing extra stuff, you actually have time to be on your phone. Okay? Because I'm not taking all the glasses off the shelf and dusting it. No, no. absolutely not. Because if I have 20 minutes to do that, I have 20 minutes to go back in the kitchen and eat four tortillas. At least 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also I think like, we sort of, I mean, it would be better if we had had this sort of motive uh, and it was not just like absolute bitterness and petty, um, I don't know, base emotion. But I do feel like we kind of unintentionally did this when um, our restaurant went to um, no tipping. Yeah. Because we were like, okay, so it's the same job I've been doing. I'm making way less money where's that going to come from? And it comes from me being a bitch to guess at this point, because it doesn't matter. Right. And it comes from (laughs) me treating the restaurant like it's like my little supply. (laughs) That's my larder at this point in time. Thank you so much. Like that's what I did have. I was talking to someone about the restaurant that I work at now. And they were like, Oh, do you get, like a discount and I was like oh yeah I do get a discount if I like come in but I was like if I'm there like I was like they're never gonna like charge me for food and I was like because at the end of the day it's cheaper just to make me dinner and have me be like thanks so much than like have me be embittered and be like okay I just worked for eight hours and you charge me $17 and then I'm like okay so I'm gonna turn around and steal two bottles of tequila yeah Instead, they're like, yeah, make her the $4 fucking who cares. And that's correct. And and then I'm like, they're so nice. And I literally believe that. And I know I'm being just bribed, but I'm like, they're so nice. 
But that's all it's, it's just like, that's all it takes and nobody understands that. It's like. It is so bizarre that people don't understand that. I mean, it's pretty easy to get me to be like, no, this is actually like holy and I, I shouldn't, like, it's not like, tell me what I'm, like, give me the fucking rules and the fucking culture and the vibe and the Bible of this place. And I'll probably believe it as long as you are nice to me. Yeah. I'll respect it. And, and sabotage is like, it's so, it, like, I just learning the origin is like, it's such, it becomes an even more perfect word yes. when you like learn the origin of yes. like, because it really is that then they're like, like the restaurant that we worked at together, like there was never enough glassware. Oh my God. And it was like, <laughs> and then it would just be like, I would just be annoyed and I would be like, okay. Okay. So I'm not going to ask anyone if they need new drinks. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to offer refills to people. I'm not going to see that their drink is low and be like, oh, can I grab you another? I'm just going to be like. Yeah. God, like, you it just was really a works. Stress <laughs> me out. <laughs> I mean, it was the most. It was horrible. And, like, having to viciously, like, to the servers be like, go get it. Oh my god, I know. They fucking hated me so much because of that. But they don't understand how fucking... It's like that meme. They don't understand that there's no glass... They don't know that there's no glassware. But like... <laughs> yeah, it is. They, get the party. they don't know there's no glassware. <laughs> they don't know there's I no glassware. I can't make this ticket because there's no fucking glasses glassware. to put it in. That's crazy. That's it crazy. It is an insane position to be in. It's That's not the only place that that's happened to me. And it's like one of the more baffling positions to be in. Because you're like, it's like when you get locked out of your house and you're like, but I'm here. My house is right there. You're And it's like, you know, when you like forget your keys and you're like, there has to be a way in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you're like, I'm right here and it's right, it's right there. there. And I can't, the, the, it's just the knob is not turning, but there's something else I can do. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, it feels like that where you're like, no, you're like, but I, every, but I, and, but no glass. It's so wrong. It's so fucking wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I will have jobs that I hate again because of my personality and jobs. Um, and I can't wait to do intentional slowdowns and I can't wait to do, um, Bad. I can't wait to do bad. I can't wait to cut down my little shovel. Ugh, I can't wait for my <laughs> shovel to be <laughs> just this big. <laughs> um, I know. I mean, we can all take we can take a page from this book. And I think it, it just it's just makes it's actually it's like everything French, right? It's it's a very elegant solution to a fucked up problem. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. I really absolutely. like it. I think it's great. Um, it's it's got the humor. It's it's subversive. I think it's great. French don't get. They're very funny, and they don't ever get credit for being funny. And French people are very funny. You in think my they're funny? Yeah, I do. Interesting. I don't see them as a. Is having I know they never get credit for being funny. I think they're funny people. Well, you're gonna have to prove it to me. Um, <laughs> okay. The burgeoning French stand-up scene. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, that's not what I'm referring. That's to, only humor. That's the only humor I accept. It's <laughs> the only humor I recognize. Um, <laughs> I just want to read one quick thing, uh, and then we can close this off. But um, 
Archie Green sets up this whole like sort of chapter um, talking about like ritual and he says, uh, here I stress that the rubric ritual need not be confined to celebratory, mystical, mythic, or sacred enactments. Complaining about an abusive boss, joking about payday, relating a dismal story after a job accident, or recalling a pretended sabotage scene are patterned oral forms elevated to ritual status. Workers caress everyday talk until it emerges as sacramental wine or wafer. Isn't that so beautiful? I love that. I know. He's so fucking cool. I, he's amazing. Um, I actually do. I know we say it all the time. I mean, I love all working people, of course, but I do think people who work in restaurants are the best people in the world. Yeah. I agree. And now I'm like getting a little I know. emotional. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just think, I just think like, Sometimes when I think about if I had to go straight, <laughs> I'm like, ugh. like, ugh. my whole life is so wonderful because of restaurants, and I love them. Yeah. Me too. Well, the ones that don't fire me. <laughs> right. <laughs> famously, famously. <gasps> I will say I had, um, because something that I... Speaking of complaining, my roommate and best friend also works in restaurants, and we are always talking about how, like, every other industry is, like, completely stupid about just, like, being, like, trying to be accommodating, trying to be nice. Yeah. Like, and I try, and I, I, I don't mean, like, um, they're rude. Like, I, rudeness I'm totally fine with, but it's, like, incompetence in dealing with like problems is yes. more like my issue. And I'm like, I think you're so trained to like think on your feet in restaurants and, and really be like, okay, if I can't solve this problem, I can do like you're, yeah. When you're in a restaurant, you always are like, okay, here's the issue. Here's what I can, like you have like two and three solutions lined yes. up and you can yep. pull it at the drop of a hat and other places you'll be like, Oh, so like this, I encountered this small issue and people will be like, Goo? I, yeah. And I mean, I, th I think we both our brains, like it, I try to like square, like all of my mental illness and all of my fucked up stuff with like, why am I good at certain things? And I think yeah. like, why is like, it's not too hard to figure out why restaurant work we are both good at that and like yeah. it, but it also is kind of counterintuitive because it's like, okay, well, like, you have ADHD or you have whatever, you shouldn't be able to, like, but it's the pace and it's the kind of information and it's, like, and, and, and right, like, solving it, like, this embodied sort of... Yeah. Something about it is just, like, and that's... It all works. It all works, and that's why it's just, like, it's frustrating because, you know, when people see these jobs as just, like fuck off high school jobs but it's like okay first of all we can't really do many kinds of jobs right like we're too uh we're not made for this world 
<laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Which is why, like, we've found, you know, some amount of success or whatever, um, you, know, grat- you know, gratification out of this work. But, I mean, whatever. We all know this. But it's just, it is so frustrating when it's like, you couldn't do this job. I'm not saying the job's hard, but it does take a certain amount of skill and to be good at it can be difficult. And often I'm like, I'm better at my job yes. than you are at your job. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But you just look down. Anyway, but just to say, I had such a nice experience. I went to Planned Parenthood and I had to get a new IUD and I had such a nice experience and it just reminded me of hospitality. And I was like, oh, I was like these, I think there was like overlap. Anyway, the woman who inserted my IUD is the same woman who I had seen literally when I got my old IUD, like literally six and a half years ago, it's not that we remembered each other, but she saw the note on my chart and she was like, Oh my God. She was like, what? We know each other. And I was like, that's so sweet. And it really made me think like, I was like, there are so few industries where like you go out of your way to be like, I remember you. Yeah. And like, and it was, it really, I was really touched because I was like, oh, this means like, A, it was like, I was like, that's so admirable. Like she's a nurse practitioner. She could make so much more money doing anything else, but she's working at Planned Parenthood and she, now, and that means she's been doing it for at least seven years. Yeah. So I was like, that's very touching. But also I was like, it is like, these are care industries. And I was like, it really, I was like, that is a hospitality touch to be like, I remember, like, mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't saying I remember you, but she was like, we've encountered each other before right. in this incredibly intimate way. And like, it's important that like, we recognize that, yeah. like we both have the ability to recognize that. And I was like, that is like a rare thing. And I think there are only a few industries that like really get it. Yeah. And what I'm saying is restaurant workers are as valuable to society. <laughs> And I think that. Now imagine if we teamed up. Now okay. imagine if we teamed up. Um, I was like, but it was very sweet. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. It was touching. And I oh know my. people brag on Planned Parenthood, but I was like, oh on a local level, I was like, no, totally. So I mean, good. like, that's your light. Like, that's your doctor. Yeah. You know, it's like different. Yeah. Then I will say, the woman who did my intake, they were like, she's training. She's going to do your intake with supervision. I was like, okay. And she, like, asked me, this is just a sidebar. She asked me about my whole, you know, sexual history, da-da-da-da. And then she's like, so would you say you're in a non-monogamous relationship? And I was like, so I was just talking about raw dogging a lot. I was like, no, I'm just fully not in a relationship. Like, I was like, who, how would I have time for this non-monogamous partner that you're thinking? So everything I've just told you, yeah. (laughs) After everything, come on. I was like, no. I was like, have you heard of just a woman? Yeah, just a girl in the big city. Have you heard of that? <laughs> Mary Tyler No Moore. boyfriend. Not a boyfriend in sight. Oh, my God. Well, hopefully she learned. She learned something that day, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, um, I'm married to Jesus like a nun in a non-monogamous <laughs> relationship. Um, okay, we have some patrons. New. Yes. Comma new. New. Comma new variety. We have Kara. Kara, welcome. I knew a Kara once. I hope you're not her. No, she's very nice. Um, 
What? Okay. Care Care Oranges are a wonderful varietal of orange. There we go. We love it. Welcome, Kara. Corey. Corey. Hey. Corey with an I. Like oh, the congresswoman. I love that. Kind of reminds me of like a cute, never mind. I'm really missing the mark here on welcoming our it's patients. It's very early for Lillian, I just want to say. Well, yeah, it's fairly early. I'm in my nightgown right now, so. Not like not like it's so early, but it's early to be recording a podcast, for agree, sure. Agree, agree, agree. We're professionals. So welcome, Corey, and thank you. Um, we have Brita. Brita. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. We know you. Um, welcome and thank you. We hope you enjoy our offerings. And Corinna. And Corinna. So for some reason, that's not showing up on my Yeah, feed. if you've missed your shout out, I don't know, our, um, our email's being weird. I don't know. I'm going to blame it on that. I've had some, actually, I have had some weird issues with Gmail lately. So I'm going to say it is Gmail. Um, but welcome, Corinna. Thank you to all our patrons and to all our listeners. We love you all so much. We care about you. We love you. Um, possibly a newsletter today. Fuck. Yeah, well, not when if this we is aired, like but yes. Oh, true. It will have come out. It will have already uh, come Potentially out. like weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. release this now. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how I feel. Um, um, possibly we'll watch Clockwalker. Oh, I'm going to Tales of the Cocktail. Yes. Um, this weekend, which is, for those who don't know, is like a big cocktail and hospitality conference in New Orleans. Um, I think it's like slightly passe because like there's obviously, you can understand there was obviously a time that was like huge. Um, and, but I'm very excited. I've never been. I think it's just gonna be a fun and silly time. And I literally am gonna go to Chinatown right now and go buy fans for myself and my boss. Good. And uh, so I'll have lots of stories about that when I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, do you want me to give you a list of some places? I'm sure you'll go. To, oh, yeah, like, yeah, doesn't yeah. Matter, no, no, no. But I have like a oh, spreadsheet no, send me, or something. Send me, send a me. doc. Okay, great. Yay, we'll have so much fun. Take lots of pictures and or mind memories. Mind memories. No, I'll try to take pictures. Yeah, or whatever. However you choose to document it. Yeah. All right. Well, review, right. rate, and subscribe, et cetera. And have a good you week. You guys know what to do. You do. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.